Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, the climate dietitian, and your nutrition coach. So today, what we're going to talk about is food tracking. More specifically, I'm going to share with you three common food tracking mistakes that you need to stop doing right now. Okay, so let's get into it. When it comes to flexible dieting, the way you track makes a big difference. Okay, it can be the difference between results and falling off track, the difference between success and failure when it comes to your food tracking. And you need to do it properly, okay? You need to do it properly in the right way and be consistent with that. But it can, but I know, okay, I understand it can be overwhelming. At the start, when you're first getting started with flexible dieting, all this stuff can be overwhelming because it's obviously new. And it may have you questioning whether you're even doing it all properly and whether you were doing the right thing in the first place. That is why I have decided to do this. That is why I have decided to share with you a rapid, tactical, top-free list of common food tracking mistakes that you need to avoid. Because once you know these things and you can start eliminating them from your life, things become a lot more easier. Now, obviously, I'll say it from the start, this is not an exhaustive list. There are many other common mistakes that people make. There are other less common mistakes that may be being made by yourself. I can't cover everything in today's episode, but I will cover the top three that I see with my clients. And these three are things that even I did when I first got started years and years and years ago. Okay, so without further ado, here's the top three list. So number one is not measuring on the scale. Now, this is probably the number one, no matter what, any list that I can do, this is one that should be on every single one of them, okay? Because this is actually quite common and it's one of the worst things you can do for yourself if you're trying to be accurate with calorie tracking, you're trying to be accurate with flexible dieting, trying to build that food awareness, especially at the start, okay? You are not a scale, we as humans are not built to be able to measure things and eyeball things. Unless you're maybe a professional chef who's been working years and years and you can kind of estimate to a high degree. But even then, you'll probably be wrong some or a lot of the time. Because we're not made to be food scales. And if you want to be accurate, you need to use a food scale to get that accuracy. Okay, it's as simple as that. So if you're not using a food scale, which some people, when they first got started with me, were making this mistake until we nipped it in the bud, you are not getting the most accurate results you could be getting. And even if you are progressing, things may stall and you won't know why. Okay, but more likely than not, what, ha what is happening is you're not getting the results and that's why you're frustrated and you're wondering why. Could be that you're not using the food scale or using it consistently enough. Okay, there is no room for guesstimation when you're trying to be accurate. Only use guesstimation as needed. For example, if you're out about with friends and socializing, do not be the person that brings food scales with them, okay? So those kind of times, guesstimation is good and it's a good tool to kind of calibrate and get more used to so you can develop that skill. But it's not something to use as a consistent strategy. You have to use the scale. So don't make this mistake of not using a food scale and thinking that, oh, that's roughly 100 grams, that's roughly one cup, that's roughly this and that and that. Okay, don't do yourself that disservice. Grab yourself a scale. It'll only cost you about 10 bucks for a, for a reasonable one. You'll be fine from then onwards. Okay, trust me, put that into practice. The second thing is then not measuring in grams. 
So this is now going the step above the previous one because maybe you are using the scale, but you're not measuring grams, okay? Perhaps you are just using cups and things like that. Perhaps you're not even using a scale, to be honest. Maybe you're, you're just relying on cups and tablespoons and this and that and, you know, those kind of measures. The reality is for some foods, okay, you can use that. And for some foods, it will be accurate enough. And for some individuals, it'll be accurate enough. But the thing is, if you're not measuring in grams on a consistent basis, you're potentially leaving a lot of results on the table because you're not being as accurate and consistent as you potentially could be. Because remember, with anything nutrition, there are things that may work, there are things that may not work. And this all varies from individual to individual. But if you're trying to optimize things, you want to give yourself the best possible chance, number one, and number two, be as consistent as possible. And if you're using a scale and then using grams at that, you're going to be doing yourself the most service when it comes to food tracking. So please measure in grams where possible because otherwise that's a mistake that you may be making. And then the third thing is not counting veggies, potentially not counting fruits, not counting oils, condiments, taste tests, additional ingredients that you think are just a small amount. All these things add up, okay? All these, as I call, subtle extras, because people can think of them as extras on top of your diet that they think they don't have to track. You have to track it, okay? Even if I'm talking to someone and it's not even about food tracking and I'm asking them, what are they eating for breakfast? And they tell me, I'm eating a couple slices of toast, okay? Nothing on there. Oh, no, no, I have butter, okay? And I can show you that if, if I had the same person track their food, they probably wouldn't have tracked the butter that went on there. Things like this add up very quickly, Across the day, they add up. Across the week, they add up. Because remember, weekly calories matter. And this will be potentially the difference between being in a deficit and losing weight, staying at maintenance and not seeing change, or being in a surplus and gaining weight. Okay, and then let's look at the opposite end. So maybe you're like, well, but I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm trying to gain their muscle mass, okay? Well, the same deal applies. If you're not... You know, if you're not counting these things, you won't know exactly what your caloric intake is. You know, you won't know if you're actually consistently in a surplus and whatnot. So it applies no matter what, because it all comes down to caloric balance. But you can't be going, oh, I'm not going to count any veggies. Okay, you know, here and there, if you know that maybe you, if you know that maybe you logged your sauce a bit more high than usual, and you know you didn't eat that much sauce, and you're like, okay, I have a bit of spinach on the side here. The calories are going to be offset by that. Little things like that can be okay technically. But in the beginning, you don't want to be doing this. This is more of an advanced thing when you become more intuitive with your flexible dieting approach, okay? You want to be counting veggies where possible because if you're a big veggie eater, veggies can actually make up a bigger chunk of calories than you would expect, okay? I've got clients where, you know, hundreds and hundreds of calories off their daily caloric intake is from veggies. Now, imagine if they weren't tracking this, okay? And then they were eating that back in other ways. They'll then be eating potentially, you know, several hundred um, calories over what they think they should be eating. And that is a difference maker. That will offset your deficit. Okay, so you have to be tracking things like this. Fruit, I mean, you should definitely be tracking fruit because it is of a high calorie uh, nature than veggies in itself. Um, oils, if you're not tracking oils, even spray oils, oh, that's a huge mistake. That's something you have to fix as soon as possible because oils are very caloric. So don't do that to yourself. Be more accurate with it. And condiments. Okay, don't forget to do the condiments. I, I've been guilty of that in the past, so I understand where it comes from. You know, you add a bit of dressing here or there, you forgot to log it, or you think, oh, it's not going to do too much of an impact. 
unless it's a really, really low calorie one and you know that you're consistently losing weight and you don't really care about being super, super accurate because you're like, oh, I'm like, I don't care about streamlining my results. I just want to have a consistent level of control. Then you could be potentially okay with the really low calorie stuff. But even then, it's not always about, when it comes to food tracking, it's not always about being, just the numbers behind it. Sometimes it's just the behavior of it, the actual consistency of doing it and staying accountable to yourself that's important. So if you start letting things like this slip by, what's to say that you don't then go, oh, maybe that piece of meat is, you know, just not, you know, maybe I don't count that bit of extra meat that I had, or maybe I don't count that extra bit of this that I had. You know, it can become a slippery slope if you let it. So yeah, remember, count everything where possible, especially as a beginner, but remember also, don't get obsessive with it. It's not about perfection necessarily. It's just about consistency and adjusting as you go. But yeah, you want to find that fine balance between those. So yeah, hope that helps you. It's the free things that I want to share with you because they're free common things that occur. Okay, not measuring with a scale, then going forward from that, not measuring in grams, not counting those extras such as veggies, fruits, oils, condiments, et cetera, et cetera, taste it. You get the point, okay? It doesn't really matter. Just think of the things that you have fought in the past. Oh, should I track that or not? That kind of stuff. Always track it. Okay, if it, unless it's water or something that, or like really, like really like calorie drinks and things like that, you know, track it because it can potentially add up. And it's mainly if you're seeing that results are stalling, you want to be more accurate because you really want to know that you are doing the best possible thing you can do. Because if you're not aware of your calories, you don't know if you are actually doing the right thing. Okay, so I hope this has been helpful. Now, if you've got any questions, please email me. Okay, the the email is in the link below, in the description below, sorry, at alexa at theclimatedietitian.com.au. Alternatively, check me out on Instagram. Follow me there, okay? Got a whole bunch of content there for you that can be helpful. But most importantly, there's a DM, okay? You can slide into my DM and ask me any questions, ask for help and go from there. Now, of course, if you're like, yeah, but this nutrition thing is still just overwhelming. I still feel like I'm more stuck and struggling than progressing. I just want some help. I just want some outside eyes to look at my situation and see what I need to do. Well, I can help you with that, okay? Let's, let's, let's just get the conversation going, okay? Let's just get the conversation going and see what you actually need, see if there's even a potential right fit there for us working together, and we'll get you onto a complimentary call, have a chat about your situation, see where, what needs to be done to get you from where you are now, point A, to get you to where you want to go, point B. Okay, let's just hop on a call. You know, It's a complimentary call just to see what your assessment is and go from there. Okay, so if, if that's of interest to you, there is a link below to apply and I'll get in contact with you if I feel there's a good fit. Otherwise, same deal applies. Email me or DM me and just say, hey, can we just chat about your coaching? I want to see, Alexa, how you can help me reach my peak potential and I'll be more than happy to do so. So yeah, I'll leave you with that. I hope you have a great day, okay? No matter what you have planned, whether you're driving now to work, whether you're coming back from work and listening to this, whether you're running and exercising and listening to me talk about nutrition, I just hope you have a great day, a great evening, a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. See ya. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free valuable content. So yeah, please check it out, guys. And yeah, until next time, thank you.